Oh, Noel's leaving. Noel just said, forget you guys. Yeah. I'm out of here. <laughs> yes, exactly. He went out for a pack of cigarettes. And it never came out. <laughs> Now he is back, so I'm going to go ahead and say welcome to Audible Interlude, a G.I. Joe podcast. I am your host, Dave West, codename Phantom Troublemaker. And I am your co-host, Noel Wood, codename Crapshoot. And I'm your Cobra intern that has an unholy relationship with pancakes, codename Legion Cub. And we are here at, get ready for it, Joe Fest 2023. Give it up, everybody. This is the kickoff. Uh, this is the greatest G.I. Joe convention in all of existence and history, of course, and we're all thrilled to be here in Augusta. I realize we are keeping everybody from running down into that room and spending thousands of dollars on toys. Thank you. But, uh, yeah, right, <laughs> we're actually performing a public service uh, here. So, you can follow us on Instagram at Audible Interlude Podcast. Uh, we try and interact over there. If you've got any questions, suggestions, anything like that, that's the place to do it. Uh, we will throw up a sound off every time we do a live stream to give everybody an opportunity to say, hey, what do you want to talk about? Uh, and we do that live stream on the Needless Things YouTube channel, which is full of toy reviews of G.I. Joe and every other toy brand out there because I, I have self-control issues. Uh, the audio version of what you are experiencing right now will be available wherever you get your podcasts this coming Friday. Uh, and then our next live stream, well, we've got a gentleman in the audience right here who might want to step up and uh, tell us a little bit about what's going on. <laughs> a surprise? <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, right here with us live, Hooded Cobra Commander 788. Oh, I thought that was Tiger Force Outback. Yeah. is in the house. I am the most famous person alive. That is a fact. Uh, we are always honored to have you with us. Thank you. And we've got something very exciting coming up here in July. Do you want to tell us a little bit about yeah, it? Yeah, yeah. Um, uh, do I need a microphone or is everybody here? We good? Everybody. All right, all right. Okay, okay. Uh, I'll project. Project. I'll project. Um, so, July, Cobra Convergence. Um, ever since 2016, annually, we have been doing a big fan event called Cobra Convergence. Uh, basically, a lot of G.I. Joe creators, fan creators, like these guys, um, they come together uh, all month, and we do Cobra-related stuff. So, we talk about Cobra, we do reviews of Cobra stuff, podcasts about Cobra stuff, and uh, basically, it's a, a big opportunity for the community to come together, do something fun, uh, and give everybody something special, something unique. And uh, yeah, it's, it's a big event. So uh, this year is Cobra Convergence 7. Uh, it's, we've got more people in it this year than ever, uh, including these guys. Um, and so um, at, the we at my website at hcc788.com, uh, there will be a calendar for everything that's going to happen in July. Uh, every Everybody, all of our presenters have a day where they're going to put their stuff up. You can follow that calendar. It's not up yet, but it will be very soon. Uh, it should be up within the next couple weeks. So uh, check hcc788.com, uh, find out when, when they're going to be on the calendar, uh, and just check out every single one, because everyone that's on the calendar is... Um, they're G.I. Joe fans, right? They are they're committed, they are passionate, and they are actually out there creating 
cool and fun stuff, and you may not know all of them, this is a great opportunity to, uh, to find some fan creators that you may not have heard of before. So, yes, that is Cobra Convergence coming up in July. It's the entire month of July, and, and that is my sales pitch. And this gentleman will be joining us on our very next live stream on June the 19th. Uh, we are just going to do a regular old episode, and we're going to theme it around his thoughts, ideas, and beliefs about G.I. Joe. Going to be a short episode. <laughs> uh, we are planning a 24-hour Cobra-thon uh, with this gentleman. <laughs> Tune in at hour 22. Yeah. Uh, and then our, our uh, date is July the 16th, which is a Sunday. We're going to be doing a live stream for Cobra Convergence. So uh, check that out. Sir, thank you so thank much. You. Thank you for thank being you. here. Uh, we'll give you a shirt when we're done with I all this. I get a shirt. <laughs> now, those of you in the audience may be wondering, shirt? What sort of shirt? Oh, well, we have these Joe Fest tour shirts that are only available here at Joe Fest. Uh, you can hit us up after the panel and we'll hook you up with a shirt. We've got hats. Uh, we've got buttons, although I'll be giving some of these away to anybody who wants to participate in something a little bit uh, later on in the panel here. Uh, you guys, we all came into town for this. Noel and I are pretty close. We're in Atlanta, not a bad little drive. But our pal Christian here was not able to join us last year uh, because of the running of the mascots in Orlando. But this year, ladies and gentlemen... Christian. I am here. Is in Finally. The house. Uh, how was your drive into town? Six hours turned into eight. Wow. That's terrible. It That's was. Typical. It, it was all all back roads through Georgia, like two lane. Yeah, banjo music. So very very comfortable. <laughs> just like yeah, this seems like a place I would yeah. want to be. Yep. In in my everyday life. Yep. Well, we're all here now. We're all ready to talk about GI yes. Joe. Uh, tonight at 8 p.m. in this room, tell every single person you see this weekend, tell them the Big Joe Game Show is in the Olmstead Level 2. Because if you all just show up here, then we have to do it here. Because <laughs> this is where the equipment is. This is where... Who here has seen The Price is Right? Who here has seen Double Dare? Who here has seen Jeopardy? We're doing all of that here, all G.I. Joe-themed stuff, the Big Joe Game Show, 8 p.m. in this room. Uh, everybody please show up. We have fabulous prizes available, so that's the next time you'll see us. And real quick, we're going to need another show of hands. Uh, my son and I went Thursday night to see a movie called Transformers Rise of the Beasts. Now, there was a very specific reason we felt we needed to go check this movie out. Popcorn Buckets. No. Uh, there's a bit of a spoiler that's not really a spoiler because the movie producer kind of said it before the movie even came out. Who here wouldn't mind a little bit of a spoiler about Transformers Rise of the Beasts? The monkey turns into a robot. <laughs> Don't care. Don't care? Okay, so you guys want some spoilers. So here's, uh, here is the big thing. So the main character of the movie, Noah Diaz, uh, great performance from that guy. The movie's, it's, it's fun. It's not... Nobody who's a Transformers fan is going to be like, yes, that's exactly what I wanted, because that's really never happened. Yeah. Uh, but Noah Diaz, the main character, is a pretty cool guy. You like him. As you go through the movie, you're kind of like, yeah, I can identify with him. He does a good job. All right, cool. At the end of the movie, after everything is said and done, uh, Noah Diaz, who has had trouble, he's an ex-soldier who's had trouble getting work, uh, he gets called in for a job interview, shows up at a remote location, 
and says, hey, I'm here for the interview, goes into this back room, and uh, character actor, well, a little more than character actor, Michael Kelly, uh, is in the room, suit and tie. Have a seat, kid. And Michael Kelly reveals that they know all about what's been going on uh, with Noah Kelly saving the universe with giant transforming robots and all that sort of thing. And he says, uh, but we feel like we, we've seen what happened and we feel like we could have a use for you. Uh, if you're interested, give me a call. And he hands him a little business card and then the panels open up behind Michael Kelly and it's this big giant hangar that's full of things that are not at all G.I. Joe things. <laughs> and uh, Noah Diaz turns over the business card and it says G.I. Joe, and it has the cool... I actually am a big fan of the G.I. Joe movie eagle emblem. I really dig that thing, and it's the G.I. Joe. And uh, it, But essentially, what has happened here... Noel, could you please play the role of, let's say, General Hawk? Okay. Okay. Everybody bear with us. I'm, uh, I'm a random Joe intelligence person. Maybe intelligence is too strong. All right. General Hawk! General Hawk, sir! Okay, there's giant robots that transform into vehicles and things, and they're trying to create a huge portal that's going to bring another giant robot that eats planets through. It's going to destroy the Earth, and they're struggling, and there's evil robots, and there's this one little human kid who's helping them out, and I think he's going to get it done, but but we got to... Sir, 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 <laughs> do you think we should go down there and do anything about it? I'll allow it. Let's see how the kid handles it. That's literally what we're expected to believe happens. Because Noah, Noah Diaz goes and meets with him, and the dude's like, yeah, we, yeah, we know all, all about that. And he didn't do anything? I'm like 24-year-old kid who can't get a job, and you know there are giant robots in Peru creating a portal that's going to destroy everything, and you're just like, eh, let's see how this kid does. We need a new recruit. It's insanity. Um, there's just a lot of red tape. There's a lot of... On the ground. We tried, but there were so many documents. Yeah. Do you understand the documents here? Um, so, look, I'm excited that G.I. Joe in any way, shape, or form is returning to movie theaters. I want media. I want exposure. I want things for the brand. But... This was, uh, I was severely whelmed at this event. Uh, so there you go. Don't, uh, you know, if, you're, if you enjoy the, the thrill ride of the live action Transformers movie, by all means, go, you know, check it out at some point. But do not expect to be really excited by the G.I. Joe reveal that happens at the end of the movie, which a bunch of people just walked into the room uh, that... You didn't have the opportunity to raise your hands if you didn't want spoilers. So sorry, people. <laughs> but let's move on to more exciting G.I. Joe talk. Who has ordered their dragonfly? Woo! That thing, uh, we just got a little bit of dragonfly talk because we kind of covered it on our last episode. But it's, we knew it was coming. I think Lenny even kind of made reference to it being, uh, you know, a big secret. Uh but once again, the classified team has taken a vehicle that I was, because I'll, I'll tell you guys, I wasn't super excited about the idea of a classified scale his tank. It just, it was like, uh, yeah, it's cool, but whatever. But then once I saw it, it blew me away. And I was like, oh, now I get why this is a thing I want. Same thing with the Dragonfly. Like, I was pretty excited about a big giant helicopter, 
but then seeing all the details and the design changes and the things that they added to it, uh, again, it was like, oh, this isn't just cool, I want to have this because it's a big G.I. Joe toy. It was, this is a must-have, like, special item. Did you guys have kind of the same reaction? Like, oh, that... Because beforehand, we talked about it a ton on the show. Oh, it's probably the Dragonfly. But once you saw it, it was like, oh, yeah. Yeah. Well, I, I was, I was yeah, I've got to have this. And also, wow, I can't believe this is the price it is. Because I was expecting yeah. something as well as the Hiss Tank did, as quickly as that thing funded. I, I was like, oh, Hasbro's going to take an opportunity to go a little bit bigger and better this time and charge a little bit more. But, I mean, we got something that is comparable in size, larger if you look at the length. But, I mean, I think the overall value of it's even better than the Hiss Tank thus far. Yeah, when, when I had mentioned the Dragonfly on one of my, you know, I want as a HasLabs, in my head, I was thinking this is going to be like a $400, $450 toy to get it scaled right. And what they pulled off, you know, when I saw it, my very first reaction was that price point is unbelievable in today's toy market. And then when you start adding in all the unlocks, come on. Which we hopefully will be getting uh, news about another one soon because we're, I just had it up, 12,237 backers right now. And 13,000, nice. of course, is the next milestone. Oh, 12,245. So maybe some of you in the room just follow. <laughs> <laughs> Somebody in here was like, wow, they're right. I need one of these. Uh, yeah, it's, it's exciting. And, and of course, the first couple of days we had the, you know, amazing thing that it just got funded in 26 hours. Uh, and then, you know, things have kind of slowed down a little bit, but that's how crowdfunds work. Always. This is absolutely going to get to the last stretch goal. I've, I've got no concerns about that whatsoever. It's going to happen. That's what I'm holding out for. I'm going to watch for when it's 1899. <laughs> and then I'm going to be that person. You want to be 19,000? That's a thing. That's a thing people do. Like, I, I didn't know. Like, I, I'd heard that kind of jokingly before, but like people legit are like, no, no, I'm going to order five when it's at, you know, 18997. I'm putting my five in, so well, I get it. My friend who uh, I'm rooming with here, uh, he. As soon as he saw it go up, he went ahead and ordered it before it, before the site got too busy. And I think he was the 23rd person to get his. So he was like, I want to be one of the first. But well, he was Christian not. wants not, to be one of the last. It's not getting there's, shipped to him there, any faster. There's no, and there's no one of the first. Not from Hasbro. You're either first or you're last. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> All right, Ricky Bobby's dad. <laughs> <laughs> you're, no, if you're not first, you're last. Uh, okay, okay. Uh, so, Dragonfly, very exciting. Uh, did anybody in here have any kind of thoughts about it? Anything that it, it far exceeded? Or maybe even something that you were like, oh, I kind of wish it did this too. I know one of the topics of conversation uh, has been that it doesn't have uh, the mechanism to rotate the blades. Personally, I'd rather have free spinning rotors. I don't want any more mechanics in our big expensive toys than there absolutely have to be. Uh, so everybody's pretty cool with like everything that was laid out. Looks good. I think so. Yeah, I don't. That mechanism was cool when we were kids. Right. But I mean, are we really going to fly it around the room? Going, well, yeah. well, and how are you? Well, how do you hold something right. that big and operate? Because honestly, you use your whole hand. Like, right. Well, and honestly, even when I was a kid, it was a little difficult, you know, to, yeah. to do it right while it was flying. So I can't imagine this monster. So yeah, yeah, we don't need that. It's fine. Uh, okay. 
So Dragonfly looks awesome. We're excited. We're very close to unlocking Night Force Ripcord. Might happen before the weekend is over, really. Yeah. Uh, let's move on now. Way back. Who who here has heard the show before? Oh, awesome. Nice. Awesome. Great. Okay, so way, way back, one of our earliest episodes, maybe our first episode, uh, we reviewed the audio adventure Special Mission Brazil, the cassette tape that comes with the 1986 figure pack. And the other side of the cassette tape is blank with the intention that you record your own special mission. And at the time, being young and foolish, we said, <laughs> oh, here's a future project. We'll each record our own special mission and put it up on the show later on. And, of course, you know, it just hasn't happened. It's only been... There's, there hasn't been any G.I. Joe news of the last no, three years no, since we started. Yeah, so. we, we didn't get big. Yeah, if it, well, and that's the thing. is the time we did that episode... Things weren't where they are now. So we kind of thought, well, we're going to have some dead episodes where there's not much news or not much to talk about. So we'll have plenty of time to slot in, you know, us making gun noises. Uh, But we are now committing to recording our special mission project. But we need your help. Who here is familiar with Mad Libs? Thanks. (laughs) (laughs) Mad Libs were the old books that you would buy from the grocery store and it would have scenarios with person, place, thing and you filled in, you wouldn't know what the story was but on the one page you would fill in, you know uh, you would end up with like Ted goes to the optometrist and gets a new garbage can oh that's so funny, Ted didn't go there for a garbage can Uh, so what we are doing is we are going to take your suggestions Mad Libs style and we are going to work them into our special mission and the first thing that we need to know and just you guys can just shout them out and we'll, we'll parse the good ones out of what we get the first thing we got to know is what special mission is this? Any ideas? Special mission. Jump fest. Hot dog stand. Ooh. Special mission hot dog, hot dog stand. stand. All right. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Special mission hot dog stand. Uh, and you're going to get a little more information than a Mad Lib typically gives because we do want you guys to get a little more engaged with what we're going to be doing. Uh, so. Uh, the Joe team consisting of person, person, and person. So we need three G.I. Joes for this special team. Who do we have? Stop. Get Mark. Ice cream soldier. Exactly. Ice cream <laughs> <laughs> A third guy. Third? One more. One more. Jinx. Who's Jinx. the commander? <laughs> okay, Skidmark. Ice cream soldier and Jinx. Okay, what a specialized ice team cream this is. and hot dogs. What two great tastes that taste great together? And Jinx. We don't want to know why Skidmark. <laughs> Again, hot dog stand. They are dispatched to. We need a place anywhere in the world. A geographic description. If you don't have a specific city here. New York? We're going to New York. Hot, lots of hot dogs. Co- Coney there. Island, yeah. There you go. All right. Dispatched to New York. And they are dispatched by who? Now, this doesn't have to be a Joe. This could be somebody that contacted the Joes. It was like, we need help, A-team style. Send somebody. So who's dispatching these three Joes? Richard Simmons. Whoa. Uh, <laughs> 
Okay. He he hates hot dogs. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so the Joe team, consisting of Skidmark, Ice Cream Soldier, and Jinx, are dispatched to New York by Richard Simmons to find what is our MacGuffin? What thing are they looking for? And it cannot be the MacGuffin device. That's already been done. <laughs> What is it they need, uh, whether it's a mystical totem or a te- piece of technology? Of what? The not dog of doom. The hot dog of doom. Not, not, not dog. dog. It's, it's the, the plant-based hot dog. Oh, it's a <laughs> vegan hot dog. The not dog of doom. <laughs> okay, okay, we got it. The Joes travel in which vehicle? Any Joe vehicle, whatever. The armadillo. <laughs> I kind of like I kind of like the visual of these in the armadillo. Right. <laughs> we're, we're, we're ice cream soldier hanging off that armadillo. They're driving from uh, the 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 desert where the pit is to New York in the armadillo. I like this. Unfortunately, as is often the case, the Joes run into a cobra assault team consisting of three cobras face characters. Face characters. Good choice. Oh, yeah, yeah. Okay, cesspool. Gristle. Somebody said Gristle. And I I heard a raptor. I just reviewed Gristle on uh, the Needless Things YouTube channel, so go check that out. And raptor. Excellent. There we go. You want to send your accountant to New York. Uh, (laughs) And uh, we need troops. What was one type of trooper? Televipers. And televipers. All right. Hello, hello. Hello. Yeah, he did oh, hello. hello. Oh, hello. Why do I? This is interesting because this is the first time I've noticed how many of these names sound similar. Yeah. <laughs> well, I guess the other one was not dog and hot dog. Which yeah. I mean, if we want a trooper called a not dog, that probably could happen as well. <laughs> as a matter of fact, uh, Carson, I'm going to get with you about an idea. Uh, Everybody check out Operation Recall (laughs) Yes, oh yeah, actually Before you guys leave the room This is is an unbelievable opportunity To experience live and in person Operation Recall Uh, The art is Well Carson, just tell the the people What's back there Um, So basically on the two tables on that side We have every bit of original artwork From Ron Rudat and Mark Pennington Who are the figure designers from 1982 to 1989 so they're back in action, they're creating new figures, and you can see the figures on the wall. And then on the table on the left, we've got uh, accessory prototypes, so the clear bucks have the accessories printed in gray. And then we've got two paint masters for Rotello, the basic version of Rotello that this all started with, and the Midnight Ops version of Rotello. So this started because I was doing the book, and I didn't want to just interview the guys. I said, what if we do something together and make a new figure? And they all had such a good time that when we got done, I said, well, let me go ask the community if they can pay for it next time, because I paid for it the first time. <laughs> <laughs> and the community came through, so we're doing 19 figures. Ladies and gentlemen, Carson Metaxas, best name in the business. Uh, okay. The Cobras have a fleet of vehicles at their disposal. Which Cobra vehicle? Septicus. Uh-huh. Septicus. Makes, makes sense. sense. If you're going after hot dogs, <laughs> yes, I understand cesspool, but still. Uh, but then, okay, this one is where you guys are going to have to reach a little bit. Think outside the box. Uh, but then, during the, and let me just say real quick, as I was kind of putting this together, New York is not at all what I had in mind. <laughs> so this is going to be fun. 
Then, during the combat, both groups are attacked by outside party. Think of any kind of, like, troubled youths, werewolves, anything. Go full sunbow on this one. New York rats. New York rats? Sewer rats. Sewer rats? Now are these mutant sewer rats? Like Splinter. Splinter. <laughs> oh, so, so what you're saying? Mutant sewer rats that know kung fu. Yes. Okay. <laughs> Copyright safe. Okay. All right. Mutant ninja sewer rats. Uh, makes sense. I can see it. Do the Joes and Cobras work together, or do they each try to find their own solution? I think the Joes wait and see if a 24-year-old can handle it. <laughs> <laughs> Clearly, that's their MO. That's what they do. Uh, so, it, you know, one way we get the classic team up that's always kind of fun until it falls apart. And the other way we see them at odds and we get two different perspectives on how these teams are working. So what do we want? Do we want the convergence or do we want the, uh, the two sort of parallel stories going on? I know which one is going to be less work for us. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like they tried to team up, but Gristle, you just can't partner with Gristle. There's no talking to Gristle. <laughs> okay, okay. So we attempt a team up. All right. Okay. And then finally, we've got to know how this thing turns out. Who obtains the not dog of doom? <laughs> Who wins in the end? Joe or Cobra? Let's. I tell you what. If you or want the mutant sewer rat, or the sewer rats, right? That okay. no kung fu. If you want the Joes to win, let's hear a yo Joe. Three, yo, two, Joe. one. Yo, yo Joe. If you want Cobra to win, let's get a Cobra. Three, two, one. Cobra. And if you want the ninja mutant sewer rats to prevail, <laughs> let's hear it for rats, 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 rats. 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 Okay, nobody likes the rats. I like. Well, the rats. We I one. love the rats. We have one. Uh, all right, so it looks like Cobra is yeah. uh, gonna seize the day on this one. All right, so you guys, we are. Uh, we're gonna put this on our schedule. We're gonna figure out Cobra wins something. This is How definitely not a Sunday episode. Uh, well, sometimes Cobra wins. Yeah. Um, I'm sure in the end it'll all be co- going according to Cobra Commander's plan. Uh, all right. Let's see here. So we've got a couple of different options uh, before we wrap everything up. Uh, I think who like we had fun with this last year, and we've got a couple of prizes up here. Who would like a little trivia? Is anybody feeling feeling saucy? All right, Carson, you want one? Yeah, sure. Okay. Do you want to, now? Do you remember? Do you want a softball or do you want a brain buster? Do you have any mid range? <laughs> no. It is, it is, it is all, all or nothing with us, pal. <laughs> I'll try a brain buster. All right, brain buster it is. Noel, you want to pick a brain buster? Yes. All right. That one's too easy. Um, <laughs> these, okay. these, these are all. These are all not too bad. All right, we'll start with the first one. You should know this. Who designed? The first G.I. Joe action figure. The original G.I. Joe action figure. Oh, are we talking about 1964? The original, yes. G.I. Joe action figure. Oh, I'm the, I'm the real American hero guy. Oh, that's right. <laughs> we, did, we did this to you last year, too. Well, I mean, was it Don Levine? Uh, yeah. No? Close. It was close. Got, uh, I, I, I'm going to tag in Frank I, over I, here. I, forget, I, I, don't, I don't know his name, but you're real close. Okay. Kind of like... 
Because yeah. here's the thing: a few people have yeah. claimed credit for it. Yeah, and right. it's it's. But they're wrong. There was an. Yeah. <laughs> 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 it's it's Stan Weston's yeah. original. And then Don Levine took credit. Yeah, yeah. there we go. Yeah. Right. So she yeah. worked with me. All right. All right. Gonna try another one. Sure. Do we, who's we're gonna do another one for Carson, or we're we gonna do somebody another one. Who else wants to answer? Come on. All right. All so, right. do you want a softball or a brainbuster? Okay. Uh, and keep in mind, these are labeled brainbusters based on the results of last year's trivia. <laughs> so these are not quite. Well, some of these are not quite as brainbustery. Okay. According to the G.I. Joe Classified Series release, what is the name of Croc Master's Crocodile? It's like I had to tell my time, but I can't even think of it. No, I, I passed. Anybody want to jump on this one? Right up front here? Fiona. Fiona. That is correct. Come and collect your... Booty, sir. Uh, <laughs> any opportunity I get. Thank you, sir. Good job. Uh, all right. Anybody want a softball? The softballs are very soft. They're like cushions. I'll make a softball. All right. Uh, let's see. Noel, you want a softball out here? Sure. Um, you, you, you apparently know a lot about that subject, so we'll skip to the next one. <laughs> Which 1983 G.I. Joe figure included a stretcher? It. Excellent. See, these are these are the fun. We just want to give prizes away. We're not really here to stump anybody. And keep that in mind for the game show as well. It's we're we're about having fun. We're not about like really giving people trouble with the thought things. We we're not big into thought here, as you can tell. Uh, all right. So any, any more? We got any more people who want to uh, take the challenge? You want a softball? softball. All right, Christian. You want to? Okay. <clears throat> uh, bah, 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 bah. Okay, this character was a war hero from the 1940s who was thought to have died, but was found frozen in ice and was revived to fight evil in modern times. Does that have to be a joke? You give the answer you feel I'm a very right. ambiguous fellow, so surprise me. <laughs> Uh, Sergeant Savage? Yes! That is correct. That is correct. We will also I would have accept also accepted Captain, Captain America. America. <laughs> <laughs> I would have accepted yeah, that we, as well. Now I want a Sergeant Savage Thank movie you, starring Thank Chris you. Evans. <laughs> He's like, I've done this before. All right, we got a couple more, or we can move on to just some show related event stuff. Anybody else want to take a shot? I'm abstaining. I, I, there could be favoritism. <laughs> I mean, whatever you say, we're just going to be like, yeah, that's correct. Yeah. That's, uh, <laughs> he's, uh, he's right. He's right. You want to do one? Yes. I've okay. Done all of them so far. You, you want a brain buster? The, the biggest brain buster you got. Okay. All right. All right. This is, I've, I've got to. I got to give him mine. Go for it. All right. Now this is. You're going to struggle, especially if you've ever listened to the show. Oh this is going to be real <laughs> difficult for you. In 1986, Hasbro released the greatest Toys R Us exclusive of all time, consisting of repaints of wetsuit, 
Leatherneck, mainframe, and dial tone, accompanied by a new character, Claymore. What is this set called? No idea. Oh, you're right. Good job. Special mission result. Of course. The greatest G.I. Joe release of all time. I cannot believe it wasn't the first thing released in the classified series. What are you thinking, Hasbro? Hasbro. All right. All right, let's talk about some show stuff. Uh, you guys got the opportunity to walk around a little bit yesterday. Mm-hmm. Uh, anything you want to point out? Anything that like kind of caught your attention, or anything you bought that you're just like, "Hey, this is exciting." Well, you were with me when I made my first real purchase. Video, uh, video, yeah, there's, there's video that'll be available. Um, so I've, I'm pretty much 82 to 87 is my collecting years. That, that's when I was into it as a kid. I don't really look at anything beyond those years. But I walked up to the Extensive Enterprises booth. And there was a very clean, very pretty bug uh, with a Secto Viper. Secto missing his guns in his bubble. Um, and uh, it was 125, so I had to walk out of here with it. Because, I mean, a Secto by himself, complete, you're going to pay 80 to $100 for. Uh, you're going to pay $100 for it, Noel. <laughs> All right, fine. <laughs> so, yeah, that, was, that was my first big purchase, um, and so now i got to find shelf space for it and also consider like where that hiss and that dragonfly are eventually going to go to. Yeah. I've not bought anything yet. like this Because this is my first uh, Joe Fest, I've just been like overwhelmed walking the floor, so today will be my shopping day. It's a smart strategy to soak it up for a little bit first. Yeah. Yeah. Yes, it is. <laughs> but it's also really easy to be like, I got to get that now, or else somebody's gonna, somebody else is going. Well, to. and that's the thing. The FOMO hits yep. real bad here. If you see anything that seems even close to like, oh, that, like, because anybody in here, you, you guys are all toy collectors. We watch eBay, we watch Mercari, we see what stuff is selling for. Like, if it's something you you want to have, kind of a ballpark idea of what this thing sells for. And for the most part, all the stuff out there is a good bit cheaper than those prices we have calibrated in our heads. So it's real easy to walk out there and be like, oh my gosh, it's, a, it's an ass, complete, beautiful shape for 30 bucks. I'll take it. And then you walk one booth over and they've got one for 15 and you buy that one too. <laughs> That's my thing though is because <clears throat> I am the sort of collector, when I go to conventions, I have very specific things in mind that I'm looking for. And so that's what I want to walk the floor, see who has it, or if something else catches my eye that I was not expecting. And that has happened already this morning with all the 3D printed stuff. Yeah, yeah. So... Yeah, Mark II... Have you guys been to Mark II Designs yet? Oh, my gosh. There's some cool stuff there. (laughs) I mean... Um, and then you're gonna you're gonna run into stuff like that that you didn't ever expect to buy, and then next thing you know, you have a new collection. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that uh, happened to me last year. So yes, as, as an add-on to Noel's purchase, because uh, my first time at Joe Fest four years ago, I bought a bug, and it was outside of my. Because at the time, I was really really serious about it. We've all been there. We're really serious about it. I'm only buying stuff I had when I was a kid. And when I was a kid, same as Noel, eighty two, eighty seven. That was. It, except for uh, Storm Shadow version 2. For some reason, I had him. Uh, but there was a bug, beautiful shape, complete, did not have the driver at all. But stickers looked great, it was clean, it had everything, everything was nice and like tight, it was beautiful. And I was like, you know what, I want that. Because I had bought, oh, oh, by the way, I had bought a whale earlier in the day. I was like, well, we need something to go up against that whale. It just makes sense. you got to have balance in your collection. 
And then at the time, we hadn't been doing a G.I. Joe podcast, and I hadn't been keeping as on top of prices, so I had no idea that the driver for the bug was as expensive as it is. I don't know if I, at that point in my life, I don't know if I'd ever even seen the driver for the bug, really. <laughs> so Noel gets his bug for $100 with the driver <laughs> in it. I'm walking around, and a guy, um, one of the, the e-store, uh, check out the e-store. Uh, he's also a technologist. The guy was fascinating. Uh, and he had the Secto Viper with the two guns with the bubble helmet looking all nice and clear. I love a good bubble on anything. Uh, and I, I talked to him and I bought myself a Secto Viper. So now I have a complete, complete bug. Nice. Uh, it only took you four years, too. It, so. it only took me four years and, like, three times as much as what you spent on your... <laughs> but that's fine. We're not, we're not here to compare in any way. Uh, and some of the other dealers I want to talk about. So this one was really funny. The very first uh, money I spent here, I bought... Uh, somebody had two bags of pack rats. In between the two bags, it was a complete set. Uh, minus two remotes. But I, don't, I didn't even remember. My collecting mm-hmm. rule is if I don't remember it as a kid, I don't care that much about having it as an adult. So I got a full set of pack rats. And again, super nice. Everybody I've talked to down there, have you guys experienced this? Everybody's so nice. Yeah. Like knowledgeable and chatty and friendly and just willing to like, I don't know, they're they're cool. But this was from Needless Toys, which I didn't notice until I got my receipt. I got to go back to him and be like, hey, I've got a YouTube channel called Needless Things. We did a collaboration. I should mention that. (laughs) It's some sponsorship. Um, Just so many great places down there. Have you guys visited Call Sign Longbow yet? This right here is, this is going in a star case. I'm not even opening these. This card back is, I, I I will say that. I took video of it. You guys will have the opportunity to see it later. But feeling this card back is like feeling a vintage Joe item. And I said, dude, how did you do this? How did you get... Because we know, apparently, we know it's, it's very difficult, <laughs> judging from some of the products we've seen, to get a, a true vintage card back, a, the blister. It's perfect. And I asked him, I said, how did you do it? And he was like, well, we sent some vintage Joes to the factory and said, we want it like this. And they made it like that. <laughs> oh, so what you're saying is it's very easy to create a uh, true vintage car back. But this this is a gorgeous set. The cross-sell on the back is wonderful. Uh, they've got some other cool stuff down there, patches, uh, these great little stickers, which we have something very similar to this for the game show tonight that I think you guys are really going to enjoy. So be sure to show up for that. I'll give a little shout-out. That package art is by Doug Hart, who was a G.I. Joe painter from 1987 to 1994. So that's also, that also contributes to that real vintage feel. Oh, sweet. Nice. He's doing all the artwork for Call Sign Longbow and for Operation Recall, so you see the Rotello package paintings back there by him, too. So there's going to be a lot of similarity between the two lines, and all the parts are going to be cross-compatible. So if you want to kit bash, you know, Call Sign Longbow, the Robo Skull O-Ring, and Operation Recall. It all looks fantastic. Like if you got if just being on the floor down there, uh, this is another one that blew my mind. Delta Seventeen. Uh, I stopped by and talked to yesterday. You got to stop by their table. Uh, man, that stuff looks incredible, and it's going to be available this year, which is mind blowing. Uh, so check that out as well. Uh, let's see. What else have we gotten? Do you guys? run across anything else uh, what, what's Christian if you had like one item if you're like this is the one thing I'd really like to find here the one thing that 
<clears throat> was my holy grail for this one. It's not necessarily like a holy grail vehicle, but a complete slugger. Oh, see, me too. We're in competition. And yeah. There, there are a ton of sluggers down there and no little guns. Oh. Yeah, all of them are missing the gun. So, yep. Uh, but I'd have to buy down and pay the thirty bucks. I mean, oh my gosh! I know, right? Well, <laughs> but you know what? That's the, the thing. Stress stock or the stressed barrel. But that's the thing about being here is you can go get a deal on one that doesn't have everything, and then feel a little bit better about having to pay that upcharge online to get whatever the. And thing that is you that's where I differ from these two because I am. This is the one area in my life where I am patient. I will buy a shell of a vehicle and take a few years to buy a piece here, buy a piece there, and eventually get it where I need to. Mm -hmm. So if I don't, I mean, obviously, like, between yesterday and today, I haven't seen a complete slugger. So if I do find a really great deal on one that's missing the gun, I'm probably still going to get it. And as long as I get that gun before I die, if I die, I don't even care. Yeah. <laughs> this took a dark turn. <laughs> uh, so I mentioned Audible Interlude Podcast on Instagram. Uh, that is the best place to sort of engage with us and keep up with us. And last night I posted a reel of, uh, we received orders for Thrasher's Scavenger Hunt, which the three of us will be participating in. We have a list of items that we have been challenged to find at this show Tonight, after the game show, we're going to go live on Instagram and see what, what we came up with, each of us. But if you guys would be interested in taking a look at that list and participating in Thrasher's Scavenger Hunt, you can check it out on Audible Interlude Podcast on Instagram and just see what it is we're looking for. It's just, it's just a fun list of stuff that is probably on everybody's list anyway, but we just thought it would be fun to lay it out. Uh, but before we wrap it up real quick, I just want to say, go out there talk to people, engage with the vendors, engage with the fans, talk to the creators that are out here, like Carson, like the Call Sign Longbow guys, uh, Marauders, everybody, talk to them, get a look at what they're doing, what they're thinking, and how excited they are, because this is an opportunity that's very, very special, because we've been collecting toys all of our lives, right? And you don't get to talk to Kenner or Hasbro or Mattel, like you don't get to walk up to those guys and say, hey, I think the Ninja Turtle thing you did was really cool. Right here, you have an opportunity like nothing else where you can talk to the people making the toys and let them know how special these things are and how excited you are for them. And, you know, maybe get a little peek at their process and maybe give them a little bit of insight as to what you want out of toys. It, it really is... It, it's it, recognize how special this opportunity is and take advantage of it. All right, guys, thank you so much for coming out, hanging out with us. Audible Interlude, a GI Joe podcast, uh, every Friday wherever you get your podcasts. We do live streams every other week. I am Dave West. I'm Noel Wood. I'm Legion Cub. And uh, <laughs> you guys, you you know it. We're gonna do it. We're gonna do a three, two, one, Yo Joe. If you know the show, you know what comes after that. Three. Two, one, yo, Joe! Cobra. Thanks a lot, everybody. If you would like one of these shirts, um, we're going to be hanging out right over here.
You have been listening to a Needless Things podcast. You can follow Needless Things on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and at needlessthingspodcast.com. Love you. Mean it. Uh Uh-huh.